Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on the 17th of March 2011. Sorry for the delay there, but there's a mix-up at the other end and there's too many switches to get used to, I guess, for a new operator. But they get into the hang of it eventually, pretty quickly. And remember too that um, you can go to my website, CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com and help yourself to the audios which are there for download. There's hundreds to choose from. And they all carry, all those sites listed on the com site are the official sites. Uh, they all carry transcripts too of a lot of the talks I've given over the years for print up. And if you want uh, print ups in other languages, go into Alan Watt Sentient, sentinel.eu and you'll find a variety offered there. And remember too to order the books and discs I have for sale. That keeps me going. And you can also give straight donations. You'll find out how to do the ordering at cuttingthroughthematrix.com. And um, remember, too, from the U.S., you can still use a personal check to Canada or an international postal money order from the U.S. to Canada. Elsewhere, it's always Western Union or MoneyGram or cash. People just send straight cash. And you can also use PayPal to order. Use the donation button that you'll see on cuttingthroughthematrix.com and follow it with an email with your name, address, and order, and I'll get it out to you. And remember, straight donations are definitely welcome because I don't bring on advertisers who will scare the bejesus out of you and then offer you the, the solutions because um, that kind of detracts from what I'm trying to do here, which is really to educate you into the big system of the, the, the world, the Plato's cave that you're born into, and how you're controlled, how your mind is controlled, it always is, always has been. It's been controlled right now with this whole thing in Japan even for a, a much bigger purpose because it all falls along the agenda of Agenda 21 and the Millennium Project and uh, the rewilding, all that stuff, getting the folk into the cities, austerity, it's all coming down at the same time. And as I say, said so many times, if old Nick himself uh, was in charge of this, I wouldn't be surprised because you can't get this kind of luck when you plan all this stuff in advance. You have world meetings about bringing the people down into basically uh, very austere levels with very little energy, which you'll pay a lot of money for, an awful lot of money, big profits off giving out very little, and that's what they're going to do in the future. And they're going to use this happening in Japan to bring down uh, basically your plants across the world, They've already banned coal. Uh, that's to be phased out. So what are you left with uh, if you don't have coal and you don't have uh, nuclear energy? What are you faced with, really? They won't allow you. Remember, the same boys who own the big private uh, nuclear facilities across the world are the same big boys who own the oil industry. Uh, they own the industries. that are setting up the windmills everywhere, which they'll be in charge of, too. And alternate power. Same boys who are moving into a different arena, with their money, and uh, they want you to uh, go for higher-priced electricity, vastly higher-priced electricity, and they want you to uh, get a lot, lot less uh, 
per week of electricity for an awful lot more money. That's not a bad deal for them, too. And remember, too, that your, your nice, pretty lifestyles right now are going to plummet. Going to plummet, folks. If you all panic right now, as you're supposed to do, and start crying out for the, these, these plants across the, the, the world to be taken down. Number one, there's only one going down, and that's in Japan, who've been hit with a massive, incredible earthquake, then a tsunami on top of it. And then these reactors, of course, um, were taken down one after another in quick succession. We've had, we've watched so many scary, uh, end of the world movies that have churned out in the last 10 or 12 years uh, that most folk really think it's the end of the world. It's astonishing. And you can truly have your, dis- your perceptions distorted by being fixated on television. There was a BBC documentary series put out a while back on that very topic and how it distorts your mind and how fear itself is something that you will pay attention to when it's fear-based propaganda that's being thrown out at you. And the amygdala of the brain basically is your survival part for very primitive instincts, but survival is part of it. And it gets hyper-sensitized to any warnings of danger. And that's why you can't take your eyes away from it. That's why uh, the big boys like Sunstein and so on uh, know to give you psychic driving, the same images over and over and over again. Same with they did with 9-11 for the towers. Ad nauseum for weeks and weeks and weeks until it was literally burned into your brain, into your mind, and whenever you see that again, that the same fear uh, dwells up inside of you. It's, it's embedded in your mind. So remember, let's not lose our heads over this, and let's not go along with the big agenda, because they're bringing in a new feudal system. Uh, they've written about for many times in other big publications. Professor Carl Quigley talked about it too, and um, they want you to be all on board, demanding... And that's how they do things. They get you to demand the very things they want to happen. It's not a bad idea, but um, it's, it's a terrific system. It always works, never fails. And right now, from the Council on Foreign Relations, of course, the big, big player for the globalists is uh, Japan's impact on U.S. nuclear power. And I, I said this the very first day this would happen because, you see, they've had all the world meetings and they're trying to convince the public to go along with rolling blackouts and austerity, etc., etc., etc. Remember, you're post-consumer now. They've said that too, which means that your disposable income will not go towards little goodies and trinkets and all the cheap junk from China you keep buying to reward yourselves for working. It'll go instead of to fees and taxes and higher uh, payments for so-called services like electricity. That's where it's all to go. And your tax money will be used to fund all these new projects for the big boys who will then be handed it uh, as a private gift, basically, from the government to them once it's all up and running. And then they'll really gauge you and gouge you, I should say, uh, for every penny you've got, for every little volt and amp of electricity you consume. And that's just the facts of it, folks. And it's not to downplay the catastrophe in Japan whatsoever, but who's been hit with three things like that in a row, all at the same time? Nobody. Now, CFR says, um, by Michael A. Levi, David M. Rubenstein, a Senior Fellow for Energy and Environment and Director of the Program on Energy, Security and Climate Change. 
You know, it's every country now, there's no energy and so on, there's energy and climate change is all tacked onto it now. The Japanese nuclear crisis continues to unfold with the ultimate outcome still unknown, but observers have already turned to the day two question, what does this disaster mean for the future of U.S. nuclear power? There's no doubt that on the margin it will hurt, how much so remains to be seen. Then they go on and on and talk about all the other catastrophes they've had with the oil spills in the Gulf of Mexico and all that kind of stuff. And then they go into the evolution of public opinion. Nice term there, isn't it? The evolution of public opinion is still far from over, though the ultimate policy consequences of the Japanese crisis will depend on precisely how the situation on the ground develops over the coming weeks, just as it did over the oil spills many months. Those details are impossible to predict right now. And don't you kid yourself, these guys are monitoring everything as it happens, and big world meetings are taking place to see if they can get their agenda through. Much depends on technical matters that are not known to the public and on exactly how the stricken reactors respond to the stresses that they are now under. And um, nuclear power provides about 20% of the U.S. electricity, but new construction has been stalled for decades by the mix of high costs and public apprehension dating back to the 1979 accident at Three Mile Island. Opposition to nuclear power has softened slightly in recent years, but the old patterns of debate remain largely intact. So they're bringing up all the old accidents too. To now remember again, these same boys, as I say, uh, at the top that own basically the world's um, energy supplies, who will also be charging you for carbon taxes or energy taxes and all the rest of it, are the same boys who own, uh, privately own, and they own the, the majority shares in all these big uh, corporations, be it at home or, or, or abroad, they're internationalists. They have no nation as far as you're concerned. They own the, the, the transition into so-called uh, sustainable energy and these awful windmills that can't, they have to get shut down during a, a, a kind of high breeze. It's just too much to take before they fall apart. And of course, they can hardly churn enough out and they, they definitely even can't pay for their own manufacture or keep or maintenance. And that's what they want to bring you back to. But the big boys will own them for sure, which means if you're going to pay for them, you'll pay an awful, awful, awful lot of money. And it will be funded by the taxpayer for private business. Again, don't forget that. Uh, So really they're going into pro-nuclear forces and anti-nuclear forces and all the rest of it. And remember too, these big boys with their foundations, their front organizations and NGOs also control the environmental societies and agencies and NGOs. And, in fact, they've used them in the past uh, to stop the hydroelectric dams. And Canada could certainly put up quite enough of those if they wanted to, but they didn't do it because the big boys at that time wanted their nuclear. Now they want something else, you see, a new system. And, again, you'll pay for it all. So if they they bring down the coal plants, which they've already signed agreements to do so, and, and the coal, basically, modern coal plants are, pollute very little because of scrubbers and the massive filters and all the rest of them. And, uh, and they're, they're very, they're great work engines. They just keep going and going and going and put out a lot of electricity. And you're living in a first world nation, most of you out there, and you need that kind of power to keep things going. You definitely need it. You won't get that on your, your little windmills. That's for sure. So keep, a, keep your own head, too, as we go through all of this. There's no doubt about it. We're all worried about the radiation floating over Canada, the U.S. It's supposed to hit now, and it's probably been hitting already, I'm sure. 
Everyone's praying to have no rain to bring it down, and bingo, just when the show started, a thunderstorm started, and down came the rain. Well, that's the way it goes, eh? They say that God doesn't like trailer sites and things like that, and uh, but he's certainly got a strange sense of humour. Back with more after this break. Folks, we're back and cutting through the matrix. Just talking about uh, not to lose your heads while this is happening. And, of course, the hype in the media is intended to make you all lose your heads and to make you stampede along in a direction which the big boys who own the big, the big uh, nuclear plants want you to go because they're, they're the same massive shareholders who own the majority shares of all the other um, alternate energy systems are bringing it out now through all these meetings. Look who attends these big meetings worldwide and look at all the NGOs they fund as well. Uh, that's no coincidence. It's what they're all in bed together. And it would be very nice if we lived in a real system with nice real people and all the rest of it. But we don't. We, we live in a very devious world with devious people running our countries. And that's the only kind who can actually get up into power, in fact. And it's the same with all these various groups. These power groups are all socio-political power groups with their own top leaders all vying for power amongst themselves, but definitely always trying to fool you and sway what they call public opinion. It's not hard to create any kind of public opinion in any direction at all. It's very simple to do. So they used to say, too, that um, I noticed uh, with the stock markets in New York and elsewhere, they actually had articles about uh, the greatest yard sale, the greatest fire sale ever, as the, the, the sharks once again uh, try to buy up the yen and buy up uh, factories that are abroad from Japan and so on. A great big fire sale, as they say, because, and, and I said before, the night before, that Rothschild said, you make your money when the blood is running in the streets. So the sharks, the crooks, the evil characters of the world are right in on this and top of this uh, to grab what they can. And uh, whenever they always say that one man's misfortune is another man's uh, fortune, and they really believe in that. They have no qualms about it whatsoever, and they're going at it big time. But we've got to, as I say, keep our heads as they go through all of this, and not to get carried away to get the big, give the big boys what they want. We are not in a world where free power of any kind, free energy of any kind, will be available to the public because it will never be allowed. The whole system we're going into is where you are interdependent. That means you're totally dependent on the system and for all your needs. Will, they'll come from the system. Uh, they'll be dished out by the system. And that's why uh, there's so many sciences which definitely have been suppressed uh, because you can't give power to the people literally in any shape or form if you want to hold power over the people. And uh, those with common sense know that and understand that, and certainly those who've read their histories and read the articles, and even from the websites of the big corporations that run the world. It's not going to happen. We're dealing with very devious people, very, very devious people, and suddenly everyone's forgot about the Kyoto conferences they've had, that the many ones have signed away all your rights 
to do with power and so on. You've forgotten about all the environmental movements, uh, 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 meetings I've had at Copenhagen, etc. And you've forgotten that your, your own governments, right at this time, are in the process of closing down the coal-fired plants. So you better start thinking if you want to go back to reading by candles and begging for a charge to have your little iPhone uh, charged up for you so you can yap away for hours and end and tweet away on Twitter to all your supposed friends. You better think very hard and carefully about it and don't be stampeded by the power of television. It's changed the world, the television, completely. And what are the, US, what are the big boys doing themselves? Well, I'll tell you the big boys who are the real big boys. And what they're, what they're doing is to tell you to uh, give you the, the almost the placebo um, medications to take care of yourself and taping yourself in from fallout, etc. Um, they're not taking little potassium iodide pills. They're taking the latest stuff, stuff that you've never even heard of and stuff that's not really new at all. They've had different versions in the past, uh, only for the elite of the world to take just in case anything happens. And, and the, their drugs are not based, basically, on uh, preventing you absorbing uh, radiation, that's impossible. Uh, what, what they're meant to do is literally stop the damage to your DNA system. But you paid for it all, by the way, and I'll give you the articles to show that you paid for it all, but you're not going to get it because the Pentagon put out the contracts for this stuff years ago. And one of them, of course, is called XRAD, the, military's, uh, the U.S. military's radiation wonder drug. This is an article that was put in the Fox News on March 16th. It says, the immense loss of life and absolute devastation caused by a last week's earthquake and tsunami is heartbreaking and serve as the culprits in the unimaginable tragedy, the tension felt by citizens, blah, 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 and so on and so on. But anyway, it says, thanks to the advanced work of the men and women who develop our nation's military medicine, the answer is yes. That means your tax money, folks. But only if the government now takes the necessary steps. It was to be one of the greatest accomplishments in the history of medical medicine or military medicine. The U.S. military has developed a radiation protection drug known as XRAD that can give protection through DNA repair against otherwise lethal dosages of radiation. XRAD, which is administered as an injection or orally, can be given either before or after exposure. While XRAD officials are continuing to work with the FDA, it has successfully cleared two clinical studies showing it is safe. Well, I guarantee you, um, this stuff is already in production, has been in production for these events, so that the elite, as always, the dominant minority, must survive. You think they sit for years and years and years waiting for something to happen, then say, oh dear, we're not prepared. No, no, no. Your tax money is at work to make sure that, in a Darwinian sense, the fittest will go on into the future while you all die off and know nothing about it. <laughs> anyway, XRAD's life-saving utility isn't limited to countering radiation exposure near a compromised nuclear facility because it can also be used in radioactive hot zones and so on and so on. Repairs your DNA. Not bad, eh? But not for you folks from your pharmacy. Back after this break. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.
Hi folks, we're back, cutting through the matrix. In this article from Fox News about this wonder drug, as they say, this stops you glowing in the dark, I suppose. But anyway, it mentions here in the usual PR form, format that it's written in, it says here that it's, it's developed for the Pentagon, for the military, and for the high chutzpahs. This is a challenge for the Obama administration is to ensure that these various efforts are well coordinated and communicated throughout the government and that the American taxpayers are ultimately provided the return they deserve on their hefty investment just to develop the drug and pay for it all. You see, we pay for everything that the elite get, you see, but you won't see this stuff for you. That will never be turned loose on for the, for the people down the road. This won't happen. So that's the, the usual PR that they give out. Yeah, you, One day you'll get it back. All that hard-earned cash that you paid in your taxes will come back to you to save you. That's what government's in the business of doing, saving you from yourselves, I guess. And this, uh, this X-Rad here is also made by Onconova Therapeutics. I'll put different articles up from their sites where they go through it in more detail. And for the those in pharmacology out there too, in biology, you might get something more out of it too than the average person. But it's um, it's quite detailed in some of the articles and how it's supposed to work. It can literally uh, repair DNA so that it will reproduce itself uh, perfectly, as opposed to being a mutation uh, that the rest of us will get, obviously, with this stuff. And... Uh, there's so much happening right now, too, while all this is going on and you're diverted to Japan. And I'll read some of these articles about the diversions and what's really happening when I get back from the callers. Here, there's, there's Joe from Iowa on the line. Are you there, Joe? Hello, Joe. Yes. I just want to ask you quick. Have you had any other complaints that uh, on your uh, uh, your uh, archives... It's unlistenable, too, about this last week. I've tried a lot of things, and I just can't get it to work. Um, I haven't. Um, someone else did mention a couple of tritilogun, but I, I didn't have any problem this side downloading and listening. It, it could be if you've updated your player or something, that often will happen. Okay, so it could be my problem. Okay, well, thanks for your time. Uh, thanks for calling. Uh, now, there's Alma from Nebraska there, too. Are you there, Alma? Hello? Is Alma there? Can no. you hear me? Yes, I can, yeah. I had something in the phone there. Um, yes, uh, thank you for your show. Thank you for your time and all the effort you put in to inform us. I appreciate it. Um, I guess, you know, I, there's no reason for me to worry about where, anybody, for me to worry about where to go, where to hide, how to get away from. There's just no getting away. I heard yesterday somebody trying to figure out where to go. I can't see after studying everything they're doing to us where you could possibly go to hide, especially since they can see so far underground, too. It's a world order, a world order, yeah. So since I'm being harassed 24-7 just about with uh, radiation, you know, from satellites and mm-hmm. whatever else equipment they're using, I mean, I don't know, I've, I've researched to try to figure out where it's coming from. Of course, they make sure, you know, Everything you could use to detect where it's coming from costs so much you couldn't you couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep thinking maybe there's some hope somewhere, but I, I can't see it. And I'll tell you, some countries like Holland. If you went to Holland, uh, the government pays to to um, microwave-proof your rooms or your or your home. They pay for that because they do accept it's a legitimate problem, and some people are more sensitive than others. Yeah. You think it's just sensitivity, then? Yeah, the sensitivity. There's no doubt about it. Canada too have um, have doctors here 
who are now really, for quite a few years in fact, they've woken up to the fact that people are, some people are, are ultra sensitive to it. They get it first. It means everybody else is getting dosed. It's just they don't notice it yet. But uh, other people notice it very quickly uh, with lethargy, uh, ringing in the ears, all that kind of stuff. A few weeks ago I did a program about it from the CBC uh, radio and uh, a whole top apartment building uh, basically cleared out because all these antennas were on top and so on and were giving them all the same symptoms. Uh, these tenants didn't know that each person next to them was getting the same symptoms until one woman was moving out and she mentioned why and they all realized that they were all getting the same symptoms. So it's definitely, it definitely happens. We're not meant in nature to be dosed by uh, the high frequencies of these particular radiations. These are radiations too, remember, and um, uh, they definitely affect the public as they go. Everybody goes Wi-Fi, and they have these communication towers and um, um, basically relays across the whole cities. Okay. Oh, okay. So I basically have to run, you know, go way out in the woods someplace. Yeah. Even then, you've got to be away from towers because the towers transmit. Uh, if you can see a tower anywhere, line of sight, then you can be pretty well bombarded with them. But there are radio areas in the U.S. where they don't have the towers. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So basically, you're expecting us to just stay aware of what's going on, even though there's nothing we can do about generally the whole big mess that's going on. We just just go into our little uh, man-made prisons, their little prisons they've made for us, our little concentration camps, because I figure that's the next thing around the corner for those that... We have to literally uh, stop following people and start standing up for ourselves as individuals. They've said before that they prefer crowds. They prefer crowds to follow. They supply the leaders, and uh, it's so easy to do. Uh, And they, they, they despise the individual. Uh, the United Nations has said the enemy of freedom on the planet, meaning their agenda, <laughs> when they say freedom, is, is the individual. And uh, it's, it's hard to get the individual to go along with the crowd. The, the individual tends to think more, he generally investigates more, and he's not carried away with emotion so much either. Uh, so we have to be very practical and so on. And we do have to look at the whole system, and, and let's not be going to emotion either and, and look at old flags and what they used to stand for. We, we do have to either retake something, that's the rights of the individual, back for sure, and, and get government. And it, I don't know what it would take for that. It would take probably a war or a civil war for that to happen. That's been well talked about even in mainstream, um, because they're not going to give up their power and their big plans they're bringing in scientific socialism across the whole world. That's a world you're born into if they need you to be born to serve the world state and to serve this massive bureaucracy above you. And above them will be the elite, as always, who are living a nice time, a nice lifestyle. But uh, they want to literally program you and have you work from birth to death to serve the world, the world state, uh, run in a scientific fashion with professionals and experts and all that to guide you. That's the whole system in a nutshell. Yeah. It is the system. There's nothing I can do to help anyone or to do. I, I'm just trying to figure out what can I do besides working. You, you can also put up your own websites um, and just give your own points of view, opinions. Everyone will see it slightly differently. They might have a different approach, and you'll find people will come in and communicate to you. And um, and that's the way you start to find like like-minded people. And at the same time, be aware that when you do, you'll also have fake ones coming in uh, from the government agencies who are meant to disrupt anything you're trying to do. So 
you, you got to be awfully careful. Um, just keep putting up your own points of view and educating those who want to get educated. The rest of them all watch television, and they're goners. They're, they're go- People who watch television won't have a chance. It's the greatest mind control tool ever devised. Yeah. One other, one last quick question: giving out um, nutrients for people that are being uh, specifically direct with, hit with uh, directed energy and all that sort of thing. And I'm just mm-hmm. wondering what you thought about anything at all. I mean, anything at all that would boost your immune system. Everyone today, by the way, it's taught in medical school, medical school now, and doctors come out thinking it's always been this way, but it's not. They're telling, they're telling them that everyone has a compromised immune system in this day and age. And um, uh, everyone does. Uh, Allergies, too, are are going through the roof. And and they say, it's a big mystery. We're not really concerned about it. It's a mystery, though. That's what they tell us. But uh, anything which, um, and again, organic foods, if if you can get organic foods, and if uh, if you can afford them, uh, then stuff stuff at that. God bless you. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks for calling. All right. Thank you. Bye. As I say, too, you know, when blood's running in the streets, Wall Street, uh, uh, making their killing. You've got uh, all kind of gimmickry getting sold all over the place too, because again, there are sharks in every every area making fortunes off the terrified. And um, we have to be very practical and realistic about what what works, what doesn't work, what's placebo, uh, and so on and so on. And just take basic precautions for the radiation that's coming in. And beyond that, believe you me, there are no miracle cures. And uh, except for maybe the few things that the, that the high you understand, there are three levels of science. The ones for that you come out and you get your your degrees at university, and then there's another level of science for the high uh, inner members of the CIA, which they use. They're always 50, 60, 70 years before, uh, ahead of us, and then there's a, a higher bunch above them, because you never give all that you have out to those who work for you, and that's how it's always been, and that's in physics and biology. Medicine, everything. It's, that's how it really is, folks. Now, as this, all this is happening here, we've got scientists here who now want an animal, a debate on animals with human genes. And science fiction writers that are picked, of course, for one of the futurist society and funded by people like Rothschild and Rockefeller, who set that society up, by the way, use these writers to, to give predictive programming and get us ready for the next phase and the next phase and the next phase. But it's done mainly through fiction. And then when the real things come along, our minds are already made up because we read the books and the fiction, and it's all become awfully real to you. But it says, um, a mouse that can speak, a monkey with Down syndrome, dogs with human hands or feet. British scientists want to know if, if such experiments are acceptable or if they go too far in the name of medical research. Remember, research means you're doing it again, right? It's not a search. To find out, Britain's Academy of Medical Sciences launched a study Tuesday to look at the use of animals containing human material in the scientific researches. The work is expected to take at least a year, but its leaders hope it will help establish guidelines for scientists in Britain and around the world on how far the public is prepared to see them go in mixing human genes into animals to discover ways to fight human diseases. What a lie. They always use that last part to, to go into their Frankensteinian uh, direction that they're into. They always say it's to help. Oh, we want to help folk who are sick. Always, for everything. Everything. Even even DARPA used that for getting a brain chip into a paraplegic. DARPA is not in the business of helping the sick. Anyway, it says, do these constructs challenge our idea of what is to be human? And that's what it is. What is it to be human? See, that's a big question. What, what is a human being anyway? 
We had the same thing too when it came to immigration. What's an American? What's a Canadian? What's a Briton? We had 20 years of that. Well, what is a, what is a British person anyway? We're all immigrants and so on. Well, it's the same technique they're using here because they always use the same techniques. What is it to be human anyway, you see? And we've seen all kinds of stuff over the last few years, transgenders and so on and so on, getting it all used to transhumanism. So it says, this is said by Martin Bobrov, or maybe Bobrov, professor of medical genetics at Cambridge University and chair of a 14-member group looking into the issue. It's important we consider these questions now so that appropriate boundaries are recognized and research is able to fulfill its potential. They call this progress, by the way. Progress. Science is always progressive, even when you're being nuked. Using human material in animals is not new. The scientists have already created rhesus monkey or macaque monkeys that have, uh, have a human form of the Huntington's genes so they can investigate how the disease develops. They know how it develops. They don't need animals for that. But scientists say the technology to put ever greater amounts of human genetic material into animals is spreading quickly around the world, raising the possibility that some scientists in some places may want to push boundaries. By the way, you see that I've got old books here from uh, a lot of the big science uh, fraternities who talked about creating new kinds of humans for specific work functions. Plato talked about it by special breeding. But the, but the scientists in the last hundred years have, have talked about bringing in guys, even with gills, that work underwater and weld, do welding on uh, the oil rigs and stuff like that under the water. You know, nice, cute things like that. But anyway, they certainly are on a roll and science, of course, is the new god. You see, they've replaced all other gods. They said they'd have to do it, and that's why they attacked anybody with any kind of belief system across the planet. If you don't give in, they simply bomb you out of existence and put in some system called democracy, and then bring in the scientists to tell you, well, this is how the world really is, and they give you lots and lots of theories. And by the way, speaking about theories, look into Wikipedia uh, and their definition on uh, what exactly these um, microsieverts are for measuring radiation. And it's nothing more than somebody's theory, uh, not based on fact, by the way, but on a little uh, numerical calculation, but nothing to do with actual factual exposure to anything. In other words, it's useless. <laughs> but it sounds nice. Oh, you've only had a, a thousand microsieverts, you see. So this is the, the rubbish they're giving you. They used to use um, REMS, and that's far more explicit to what REMS are. And some countries still use it today. And that, that will tell you more really what's the, the, how hot the radiation is and how much exposure you've had and so on. So really, it's, it's a, a, that in itself is so misleading, giving us these microsieverts, this new, new method of conning the public, because they say themselves there's no safe dosage of radiation. And all this guessing at how long you have it is absolute bunkum. It's just a numerical theory. Look, I'm not kidding. Look up Wikipedia yourself. So anyway, that's the world we're living in. It's going to the Frankensteinian future that they hope to bring in. And many big science fiction writers talked about it. The end of Dr. Moreau, H.G. Wells, all these guys who are also put out by and funded by the big boys uh, to do their you know, predictive programming for the future, for the public to say, wow, that was a great book, and now you've been downloaded with a whole bunch of ideas, and you've swallowed their premises all along the way without ever reasoning them out for yourself. And that's why they use fiction 
and television and all the rest of it to such a great extent. It works so great. And as I say, now we're finding out why they've been churning out all these massive disaster movies uh, that get you going. Because, as I say, the limbic system uh, really uh, is addicted to fear. Once it's switched on, they'll watch and watch these movies because you can't switch it off. It's against your, your, your conditioning. It's against the nature of these particular brain systems. When they see fear, they've got to watch it all. They try and survive. And that's why horrors and horror movies and disaster movies will actually work. Science does rulers. It rules our minds. And a beautiful uh, <laughs> character here. Um, there's an article about a, a lawmaker who also uh, believes in eugenics to, to the nth degree. And, and no kidding, it's so amazing. A 91-year-old state representative told the constituent that he believes in eugenics and that the world would be better off if, without defective people. Uh, Barrington Republican Martin Harty told Sharon Omand, a Stafford resident, who manages a community mental health program, that the world is too populated, there are too many defective people, according to an email account of the conversation by Omand. Asked what he meant, she said, Harty clarified, you know the mentally ill, the retarded, people with physical disabilities and drug addictions, the defective people society would be better off without, he says. Not a bad state representative, eh? There's lots of them out there, folks. They're running your system. Back with more after this break. Hi, folks. We're back in cutting through the Matrix. Um, Gloria from New York's on the line. There, there Gloria. Hello? Gloria. Do you hear me? Yes, I can, yeah. Good evening. Um, well, it it sounds uh, very gloomy. <laughs> all the uh, all, all what you say, most of the thing that you say, and I want to ask you if you familiar with the about um, the the fight in Waterloo that uh, one of the general, I can't uh, pronounce his name correctly, he say. Uh, to the other uh, person, they are uh, they are small about the soldier. So the other uh, general say, yeah, they are small, but they are not uh, running away. So uh, this is a good, uh, you know, good uh, uh, analogy to us. You know, we are oh, oh, oh yeah, we, we are we are simply the, the cattle at the bottom. We've always been that yeah, the masses. We are know. not running, and we and we can bring if if we can mobilize ourselves to bring us as uh, to unite mm-hmm. either on the planet in. That won't now happen. I'll tell you what will happen. If the people ever unite on the planet, it's because they've put out all the leaders to make them unite, and they'll be controlled by the other side. That's what they've done in the past, and in popular, what they call popular movements. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I am on this program, it means that I recognize the truth. I mean, I understand that there is yeah. plenty other who are in uh, sleep, but mm-hmm. the one who recognize each other, we are actually aware and listening to each other on all over the planet. People from Australia uh, that's right. to you, that's right. to your place. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
mean, I, I believe there is a solution. There is a the solution has to be when people who retain their individuality can communicate to each other without losing their head in some political agenda. Because uh, as soon as you bring in uh, the, the politics, the political agenda, you'll be supplied with the leaders and the upper strata to guide you off in a, in a round circle that leads you back to where you started. Uh, and it will be exactly where they want you to be. You've got to retain, always retain. And this is the key to any movement out there. They have their tenets of belief. And they generally make the, the followers swear to them. The ones at the top always swear to their tenets. In fact, the ones at the top generally say the rest don't have to know what it's really all about. They must think that they know what it's really all about. That's important. And so you'd be very careful of mass groups because uh, we're dealing with guys at the top here who have, have, have had centuries of manipulating the public. Centuries and centuries. They don't throw away knowledge. They, 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 every little thing that's worked before is noted, dissected, and taught at a very high level. And it's also, also taught in all top security services like MI6 and CIA and so on, who supply you generally with big leaders. So never leave your, your brain uh, outside the door when you go into a meeting hall with people who are going to try and get you to all work together towards the path. Whenever they deviate, you know, it's been taken over. But, but it's true, we must communicate individually with each other and, and keep our, our, our minds straight and narrow when we're, we're doing it too. But don't lose ourselves to the group because a group mind is actually... There's an art to it for those who control. It's quite easy to do. But thanks for calling. From Hamish Masella from Ontario, Canada, this good night to me. Your God or your gods go with you. <laughs>